0: in the name of the one who is love and calls us to love. Amen. Well, the gospel this week is kind of strange. And this week, this week has been kind of strange. So they're almost a perfect pairing. The gospel comes off a bit harsh. It's a bit unsettling, isn't it? It makes us feel a little out of place, a little unmoored. Here we are on the road with Jesus, traveling with him between two places. We get the sense that we're in the middle of nowhere on the side of the road, and the disciples are beginning to sound a little bit more like the book of Revelation calling down fire from the sky. And Jesus is beginning to sound a little bit more John the Baptist with his call for a meager aesthetic spirituality. Jesus' teachings seem a bit odd in this place. Let the dead bury their own dead. Don't say goodbye to your friends. Don't be nostalgic as Jesus condemning our history committee. (laughs) The gospel is equal parts harsh and unsettling and totally unmoored. And in that strangeness it suddenly becomes so familiar haven't we all just spent a season where we didn't get to celebrate funerals haven't we all had to leave behind certain traditions and relationships eras phases of our life Haven't we all opened the newspaper and read about some injustice happening and wanted to pray for God's fire to come down from the sky and make things right? And aren't we all feeling a bit unmoored, lost on this journey from COVID tide to a new normal, not quite in one and not quite in the next place, but lost, stuck on the journey. And in this place, Jesus sets his face toward Jerusalem. And that is the model, the invitation that Jesus gives to us as well, to set our face toward Jerusalem. In the midst of so much heartache, of so much hurt and hardship, set our face toward Jerusalem. Jerusalem, that holy city, that heavenly city, but also Jerusalem, the city that kills prophets, the city that stones God's messengers. Jesus sets his face on that place, on the place of corruption and betrayal and crucifixion. Jesus sets his face towards that site because when Jesus sets his face on that darkness... That's when Jesus can see where God's love will be poured out, where God's love will break into our world yet again and redeem all of the pain and hardship that is there. Jesus calls on us to set our face toward Jerusalem. As disciples of Christ, we're called to set our face towards those places where the chaos of creation still tumbles and swirls. Those places where darkness still seems to conquer light. We must set our faces towards those places that are in need of proclamation of God's peace and healing. Set our face toward Ukraine and Uvalde. Set our face towards Buffalo and Vestavia Hills. Set our face towards Sri Lanka and Bangladesh, any place that is in need to hear God's message of peace and healing, God's message of the spirit at work in the world. As disciples, we must set our face towards those places of pain so that we can know the pain and understand it, that we might develop a kinship with those places. And when we do, we get to bear witness to God's love entering in those chaotic, dark places. Set your face toward Jerusalem, towards a people in pain, oppressed and exploited under the threat of empire that dwells with and among them. Set your face towards them. Don't disregard them or cast them aside. Don't throw up your hands in the face of overwhelming statistics or systematic oppression and corruption. Instead, set your face to those people because that's where God's love breaks into the world. Set your face towards those 60,000 people who sleep on the streets with no place to call home because that's who Jesus empathizes with. Set your face towards a whole generation of our youth who have experienced a widespread, pervasive collective trauma that has disrupted their formation and education. Set your face towards communities of people who feel that their bodies have been so vulnerably put on display and yet also so easily dispensable to society. Set your face toward partisan bickering, towards people still struggling to hold on to hope after experiencing so much hurt, towards people grieving relationships that have been stressed or fractured that have slowly dissolved away. Set your face towards that pain, towards the people who have forgotten who God made them to be. Set your face towards that pain so that when God Is working and moving and loving in those places you get to be a witness to it you get to see and be invited to be part of God's reconciling and redeeming of that pain set your face towards a rain of peace not a rain of fire the disciples experience a legitimate hostile injustice And you can imagine that filled with faith, they say, Jesus, do you want us to call down fire upon them? We want to make sure they know whose God is God. It's an incredible prayer of faith. And not wholly wrong. But Jesus rebukes them because Jesus wants his disciples to take on this orientation of peace and healing. Jesus wants them to set their face toward Jerusalem. Because Jesus knows that God's glory doesn't come from fire in the sky. God's glory will be revealed in our world when we love one another. When we set our face towards peace and hospitality, God's glory will be known. Set your face towards Jerusalem and behold God already at work in those places. God's love entering those places, exuding from those places, overflowing from those places, and calling you into those places. Yes, the great, loving, redemptive work of God is an invitation to you and to me and to all of us as individuals and a church to enter into those places with God and become agents of God's love and peace and healing. Do you have a place or a people on which your face is set already? Perhaps you know of a community that needs a proclamation of peace and healing. Come share that with us. St. Cross as a church, one of the many great things about St. Cross, or one of many great things about St. Cross, is that it is very good at supporting those people who share a passion and wanting to proclaim peace. Whether it's little things or big things, someone says, can we do something for Ukraine? We can set up a prayer altar in Ofrenda. Can we speak a word of love to the LGBT community as it celebrates pride? Can we proclaim God's love and declare our allyship? Sure, let's go paint the windows. Can we partner with a community in Belize that needs a church? Yes, for Decades we've partnered with, church, with a church in Belize. Someone stood up and said, I've experienced the love of God entering in a laundromat once a month where we give free laundry. Can this church do that? This church has stepped up and done that. This church has been an incredible launching pad for so many people who feel called to be agents of God's love in the world and declare God's peace and healing in places near and far, familiar and unknown. And if you are feeling called, to a particular place or a particular people, come share that with us. Share that with the clergy. Share that with your neighbor. Share that with a vestry member. Share that in the prayer requests. We would like to partner with you to set our face towards that place as well, that we might study and discern with you, pray with you, and as a community, set our face toward that place where God is calling you. Jesus also instructs us to set our face towards Jerusalem and nothing else. It's a high cost of discipleship. There's no cheap grace on the journey with Christ. Jesus tells us specifically that the cost is high, but also promises that the reward is far greater. There's nothing more important to be doing with your life, nothing more rewarding, nothing more fulfilling to be participating in God's ongoing single creative act of love and creation and redemption in this world. So no, Jesus is not condemning burial rites Jesus is not condemning the history committee. Jesus is using these things that are already inherently, intuitively, heartfelt, good things to have in our life. And saying the road of discipleship is even better, even greater than these things. Jesus is calling us to set our face toward Jerusalem. Today, this morning, to orient our whole being, to bring our whole self on this journey of discipleship. But we must first set our face toward Jerusalem, to meditate on, to dwell on, to anticipate how God's peace and healing is being poured out on those places. It's a journey that we go on together as a community, as a church, It's a journey of radical kinship toward building the kingdom of God. Each one of us is called to this work because each one of us bears an image of God within us. We are called to proclaim peace, to bring healing. We are called to live our life in a way that bears witness to God's hope, For human flourishing in the midst of so much strife and strangeness. So in the midst of this strange week, where events and tragedies have unfolded, sickness and illness persist, loneliness and heartache continue. God's love is already at work in those places. Let us set our face towards it. Amen.